Are you wired for success? If not, great news, we can always rewire ourselves. It's time for the Becoming a Profitable CEO podcast, and it's all about providing you with the tools to succeed on this ever-evolving business building journey. My mission is to make sure you know you are not alone, that it is possible, and that you, yes, you can do this. You matter. The world is a better place for having you in it, and your voice is needed. I'm Teresa Cleveland, and I believe that we can all make a difference and that having a successful online business is one of the best ways to do that. Let's get to it. Hey, hey, thanks so much for tuning in to the Becoming a Profitable CEO podcast. I'm your host, Teresa Cleveland, and I hope you are having a remarkable day. You know, when it comes to mindset, there are so many ideas and thoughts out there, different methodologies, and no shortage of opinions either. There's everything from the, hey, don't think like that, think positive, all the way to the, hey, let's roll up our sleeves and really get into this shit. And today's guest, Mindy Hebner, is definitely one who will roll up her sleeves and help you really dig in. I met Mindy a couple of months ago in an online networking event that was going on. There were three rounds and she was in the last one. And as soon as I entered the room, it was like I was immediately drawn to like the sparks. There was almost like an electrical energy emanating from her. I have to say it was really quite refreshing. You know what I mean? If you've been to some of these uh, networking events, you could just tell this was not just another quote unquote thing she was attending. She was purposefully present. I knew I couldn't wait to connect with her afterwards because I knew that I needed to get to know her and definitely wanted to have her here as a guest on the podcast. When I'm going to have a new guest here on the podcast, I do my due diligence. I have a process. I gather the information and all of that. And while I was doing that, I knew without a doubt that I was going to hire her to help me work through my own shit. Anyway, as I continued through my process and downloaded the freebie that she was going to offer to you, our listener, I saw that it was a free guided meditation. Now, typically, I don't get into that kind of thing. It's really difficult for me and my ADHD to sit still long enough, let alone focus. But being the trooper that I am and always wanting to check things out before I share them with you, I did listen to it. I don't know if it was my commitment to doing it or Mindy's expertise. I'm sure she would say both. But uh, not only did I listen, I actually leaned into it and experienced it. I would definitely recommend trying it on, as she would say, don't try it, try it on. But I would definitely recommend trying it on to see if it's a good fit for you. And next up, we had the pre-interview interview. And during that time, I was struck by her intensity and her vast knowledge and deep understanding of the human brain, not just the why behind the way we do things, but the ease of what we can do about it. And to clarify, when I say intensity, I'm not talking about overbearing, hardcore, anything like that. It's more so her intense belief and desire to serve. Although she's never been a cheerleader. Mindy is a champion of us living our best lives and all of the possibilities that are there. It's the kind of intensity you want your coach to have. I know that's true for me anyway. So yes, I ended up hiring her and that was without her ever pitching me. We start next week and I am stoked. 
Among other things, today Mindy is sharing about our winning trifecta, mindset, strategy, and habits. I really like the way that she's framed that out. She also does a fabulous job of getting into the role that identity plays in our life and the decisions we make without even thinking about it. There's that and other nuggets in today's episode. Let me go ahead and give you her quick bio and we'll jump into the episode. Mindy Hebner is a certified neurolinguistic programming practitioner, a certified health, life, and success coach, and clinical hypnotherapist. Mindy knows unlocking your magic is the key to creating an extraordinary business in life. Helping women create massive change through small shifts in thoughts, habits, and belief is her number one mission. She is an author, speaker, coach, mentor, and difference maker. When she's not listening to a podcast or out for a run, you'll find her meditating and planning her next trip to the beach. Let's get started. Mindy, it is so good to have you here. I have been looking forward to this for you to bring your brilliance and to share with us ways that we can up-level our lives no matter where we are. Thank you. I am thrilled to be here. Ever since our first meeting via Zoom all those weeks ago, and then our next meeting where we just chatted and dove deep because that's my favorite thing to do. Forget the surface stuff. Let's go deep and let's really make a difference. I have been looking forward to this as well. You just bring this energy when you show up. It's like some people just bring this happiness and sunshine and, and whatever, but you bring this really great intensity that is so good. Let's start though. You've been in business now for how long? I have been an entrepreneur for 26 plus years. And online now? I have been in the niche that I am in now for a couple years. Before that, still online, working in a different capacity though. So probably online for 10 years. And what I do now, like I said, the niche that I'm in now that I've given a title to a couple years and online from the beginning there. And that was when things were in person and things are getting back to a little more in person now too. So going back to a little more in person. Great. So share your niche. Uh, I coach typically female entrepreneurs, mindset and strategy. And I've recently added habits to that, which I didn't add it in the coaching, but I added it to the title because it really helps you then know, like these three things together are your trifecta, you know? In 10 years, I'm sure you've not come up against anything where you thought, oh my God, am I going to be able to make it to the other side of this? Oh no, never. (laughs) (laughs) Right? If only we could count the ways. So would you share one of those, just one of those with our listeners so that, you know, someone else is out there experiencing that they know like, oh my gosh, I don't suck. If Mindy did it, I can do it. Absolutely. I think a pivotal moment for me was when I realized that it wasn't the next great marketing funnel strategy guru course. Those are super helpful and we need those. And I needed to shift my mindset first. I needed to be in the identity, which we'll talk about, of the woman who had growth energy and a growth mindset and could see the possibilities, not just focused specifically on this course, this thing is going to be my silver bullet. Because nothing is going to be a silver bullet for the long term if I do not believe that I can do this, that I have the capability, that I have growth, if I am not in the growth mindset as well as in the identity of the woman who can, who does, who is, who will. 
That is so incredibly powerful because I think back and even people that I've talked with and myself included, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to take such and such course that only comes out twice a year because that's going to be it right at that point. And then you take the course and, you know, three lessons in, you're just like, yeah, I got to go do something else. You're being you. You're being the you that you have created already, not realizing that a shift of you and your beliefs and your identities and your habits would make that course silver bullet E because you're going to show up different in it. You're going to implement it different. You're going to integrate it differently when you are different. Because you're open to those opportunities because you're able to see. And like we talked before uh, we started recording about that discernment. It's okay if something does go against your beliefs within the course, you don't have to do that part, you know, but so many times we go into it, like, because this is the magic bullet, I have to do it exactly like he or she says I should do it. And if I don't, then I suck. But you're right, when you're in that, you're able to then pull out the things like, oh my gosh, here's the opportunity. I never even thought about this. How did you work through that? How did you realize you were in that space, right? Because I think the first step is always awareness. Right. I started going deeper. I started asking greater questions. Quality of our life is determined by the quality of the questions that we ask. And instead of constantly asking the why question, why can be powerful and it can be a roadblock. Because when we say why, automatically your brain says because... And it tells a story. (laughs) And so instead of always going to the why, and there are are beautiful times for why, and it's a question that I ask, and what? What is causing me to feel this way? What makes me think this to be true? How do I move from where I am to the next place? Because why just helps me repeat the past? Why? Well, because I did this and I did that and shame, shame, guilt, guilt, and all the other things, right? That come along with why. Because the wind blew, because the economy, because like we can tell stories all day long. And so when we ask how and we ask what, it then changes what we see, right? Right. I say all the time with my kids, with myself, and even with my clients, they'll say such and such, you know, like, oh, I can't do Facebook lives. I don't want to do those. And then they go into the stories, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have my makeup on. I weigh too much. I weigh too little. I don't have the right clothes, like all the stories. And then I say to them, okay, let's say that's true. Then what? You're going to be stuck there. Mm -hmm. So were you because there had to be something that caused you to go to go deeper. So was it that you weren't finishing courses or the courses weren't giving you the results that you were seeking? What caused you to question that? Yeah. And I wouldn't even, I won't even put it on a course specifically. I realized that the constant was me. Like I was showing up in the strategy and it wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. I was showing up in the course and not getting the results that the course promised, like hands down. And they were all, I want to say that everything that I have purchased, gone through all that kind of stuff, amazing. Like I have, I was then able to learn so much of it. What I realized was I was the common denominator. I take me everywhere. So what was I doing to stop my progress? How was I self-sabotaging? What was I believing to be the truth that was then keeping me from being able to see that there actually, that that was one meaning that I had given it. And it wasn't fact. I realized, hmm, the common denominator is me. The problem is not 
<laughs> the next shiny thing. And what it brought me to was I have everything I need on the inside of me. And the next course that I buy or the next coach that I sign up with or you know, the next strategy that I implement is going to be so much easier, better, successful when I believe that I have all I need inside me and this is just going to help me up level and up level. I call it unlocking your magic. It helps you unlock your magic. Self-sabotage. Well, come on, you do this. This is what you've done for so many years and you still self-sabotage? Uh, occasionally I self-sabotage <laughs> now. I would say it is very rare for me to self-sabotage in business, but you know, they're habits. And so we get the opportunity to learn anew all the time. It's when we don't recognize. And so in the past, several years ago, the pieces of self-strategy would be the doubt, the disbelief in the strategy working. I have always been gifted with a superpower of being overly confident. So it wasn't ever that I didn't think that what I had was not good enough. It was, oh, I'm not using the right thing. I'm not, I was letting myself, again, believe the silver bullet and not realizing, wait, I'm missing this. I wasn't able to see it. And so I started going deeper into how the brain works and the way beliefs affect us and all of that. And the moment that I got my hands into some neuroscience and some NLP, it's like, oh, this is what's been happening because my brain works like this. And it was just like this giant light bulb. And so now do I self-sabotage? Yeah, sometimes usually it's in personal stuff. I'll let relationships trigger, I'll let things that people say trigger me, give meaning to them that they don't have. Very rarely in business. I attend much more clearly to that so I can see it much more clearly. And we all get tired, right? Like we well, all <laughs> Yeah, and you're human. Exactly. Thank you so much for being so transparent about that. Because I think most of us have had those moments where it's like, well, of course, it's easy for her or him, right? Or them, you know, it's that us and them thing. And because right, and then we start (laughs) with the stories. Yeah, (laughs) right. That's one of the things that I really liked about Byron Katie, when you got to tell a story, it might as well be a good one. Right? Yes. Why do we do that? Why do we tend to tell the negative story as opposed to a better story? Because, haha, you said why, I'm going to say because, because our brains are like Velcro for negativity and Teflon for positivity. I've heard that, like you will get 10 pieces of feedback from a presentation and I've done it. And that one, that Mm -hmm. one, and doesn't have to be negative. It just has to slightly not be as great as the others. Mm -hmm. And that's what we focus on. That's what we fixate on. And it's because we are practiced in it. We miss out, we fly by, we hurry through the delight and the joy and the success in life. Because when we have a goal of 100 new email subscribers and we hit it, we're like, okay, great, now the next 100. We take no time to be delighted in the creation of the hundred so that we can train our brain to store this away that success is ours already. We already have what we need on the inside of us. Instead, we rush through. And then when a perceived failure comes up, we camp out on it, right? We can be addicted to those feelings 
without knowing it. We repeat the past because it's known and your brain really likes the known. And we repeat the past because believe it or not, we are addicted to those feelings. We have a compulsion to create them. And what we get to take joy in is when you notice yourself doing this, be joyful that you have attended to what is going on inside you. And you now know this is your opportunity for change. This is your opportunity to do, think, and be different in this situation. The strategies that you have used in the past are no longer serving you. We don't have to shame ourselves. We don't have to guilt ourselves, not coulda, woulda, shoulda. From now on, in the future, and the next time, here's how I want to show up in this. Here's the reaction that I want to have. Here's who I want to be. Yes, I think it goes to awareness, because I always think about a person in a coma laying in the bed, right? They're existing, their needs are being met, but they have no conscious awareness of what's going on around them. And it's not until that that, that consciousness hits that it's like you can start participating because I think so much of it is passive. I don't know why that's always come to mind. It's just like you're laying there passive, your needs are being met, you're taking whatever is given to you. And once you wake up, you're able to say, Oh, hold on, I don't like that. (laughs) Right, right. Or I would like more of that. That Yeah, I would like more of that. Yeah. So when we hear a lot about mindset, and you know, this is why I didn't want to strictly talk about quote unquote mindset. And we've had people on the podcast that have talked about mindset and good information. But when I talk to clients in the everyday, the things that I hear are like, oh, yeah, that woo woo stuff, right? Or I've got to think myself into being it's basically like they want me to be a Pollyanna, you know, which I knowing the things that I know now, I know that just keeps you safe, right? In those thoughts that you want to keep having. Um, So when we talk about self-sabotage, a lot of people on that note will say, well, why would I do that? Why would I sabotage myself? So Mm -hmm. thank you for addressing like that our brain wants the known. Yeah, it stays in love and safety and belonging. Even when you don't love it, even when it's not safe anymore, and even when you don't belong anymore, it's habitual. The brain has no idea whether this habit of self-sabotage serves you or not. It just knows rinse and repeat. It's its favorite thing to do. The neural pathway is formed. It doesn't have to expend any calories. The trigger comes up. You think the thought, it creates the belief in emotion and the habit. Boom. It's like this loop that goes and your brain loves to do the loop on autopilot. It loves it because it's easy. Right. Are you familiar with Shad Helmstetter? No. He wrote, what to say when you talk to yourself. (laughs) Okay. He had the back in the day. DVDs and all that. He's still there. His work actually was the biggest shift in my life because a lot of people will say, don't think that way. Think positive thoughts, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that to me was like saying, stop speaking English and start speaking Italian right now. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I typically remember the gist of things. And what I love about it is he said it's kind of like an apartment, right? Or a house or whatever. And you've got this broken down furniture, you know, the springs. He didn't say this is my version of what he said. <laughs> so, and you know, and you're sitting and you're making yourself comfortable kind of around it. Right. And, right, right. and you're just like, okay, but at least I have a couch or whatever. So then somebody comes in and says, what do you do with all this junky furniture? It's not serving you. Get rid of it. So then you call the place to come and pick it up. They're not coming till Thursday. 
It's Sunday. So, okay, well, we'll at least get it out of here. We'll go put it in the garage. And you're so excited and you're so happy because you you want this. Your core wants this. And then you're standing there and pretty soon you're like leaning against the wall. You're sitting in the floor and pretty soon you go get the cow or the chair because it's not as bad as the couch. And pretty soon you bring it back in because you don't know, you don't have anything else to replace it. So for me, that's what his work did for me was gave me a language that I didn't know. And it was such an incredible shift in my life. I have had the opportunity to meet him, talk with him, just let him know how much his work meant to me and what a difference it made in my life. And he is one of those people that walks his talk, much like you. And so that's those are the kind of people that I want to share with our audience or people who are like, look, it's, it's maybe not easy in this moment. And it's going to take, like you and I have talked about the minute yeah, moving the changes, those mm-hmm. shifts. So when we're talking about thinking yourself into a positive place, you yeah. know, because everything is not rainbows and unicorns and cupcakes. Nope. Let's just say, you know, whatever disaster is going on in my life. And I know that a couple of things I, I would love for you to share. You mentioned identity. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then also we've talked about cause and effect. So this yes. this world where all the disasters are happening, right. who your identity yeah. is in that and then the cause and effect. So if you can okay. share that, because I think we're all, you know, people will say, I can't get any clients. You know, I try and try and try. I can't get any clients. So which just we tend to perpetuate that and continue that story. Absolutely. So I will say a few things building up to identity and cause and effect. One, we're always winning the game that we're playing. If we are continually thinking and saying, I can't get any clients, we have now created habits unbeknownst to ourselves to prove that. (laughs) And we will continue to prove it to ourselves. Your brain is that powerful that you will prove it. Because if we're thinking and saying and creating the belief that I can't get any clients, we're now showing up as the woman or entrepreneur who cannot get any clients, unbeknownst to us sometimes, but you are this powerful. You talked about switching the furniture, right? But I didn't have anything to replace it with yet. This is how we build a bridge. And so I just want to start at affirmations, which are way more than positive. What they do is they retrain our brain to see things a little bit differently. And then we get to embody this new perspective. So if I currently believe I can't get any clients. Could I also believe that I'm the kind of woman, I'm the kind of entrepreneur who can get clients? Like, do I believe enough in my abilities? I'm not going from I don't have any to I'm fully booked out and I have a million dollars in the bank. Like for some of us, our bodies would just go BS, right? And our brain would go wrong, wrong, wrong. Right. right. Like, yeah, right. The evidence is right here that I don't. So exactly. Yes. Exactly. So can we build the bridge? And the answer is yes, we can build the bridge. And so the way that our minds work, next level mind, we think thoughts, that's that's the first level, random thoughts or thoughts that repeat and recreate the past. I can't get any clients, I can't get any clients, I can't get any clients. So next level is directed thought because you are the thinker of your thoughts. They don't just fall into your head. You habitually think them, you randomly think them. As they come in, you get to capture them and or bat them out and say, okay, well, the current evidence (laughs) is that I have no clients. I am the kind of entrepreneur that can have clients. And we get to build on that. Now, this this is a directed thought. Now, the next level of that is an affirmation. And an affirmation is a directed positive thought towards the outcome that we want. I am becoming the woman who creates clients. 
Now, this is where we move to identity. And this is where we move to cause and effect. Just positive thinking on its own, especially if you're not building the bridge, does not work for most people. Because they're like, I'm logical. My bank account says zero. I am not a millionaire. Boom. Your brain is going to delete, distort, and generalize every bit of information that comes in to prove that to you, to keep you there, because you are in the identity of the person who has a zero bank account and could never be a millionaire. And so this is this is you, not shame or guilt. Will you repeat that? Your brain deletes, distorts, distorts and generalizes based on your beliefs, period. This is what happened. Here, and let me give you an example. So... I believe this is called the Bader-Meinhof theory. You decide, you know what? I want a new car. I am going to get a new car. And you're on the internet looking and a car drives by that you have never seen before. And you're like, oh my gosh, look at this cute little white car. I have never seen one of these before. I am getting that cute little white car. And you go to the car lot and, and or CarMax <laughs> And you get your right. car, right? There's so many ways we can do that. Now you order it on the internet. <laughs> but anyway, you get it. You're sitting in it. You drive it off the lot and you look around and freaking everybody has your little white car. What has happened is you have taken it from your unconscious to your conscious. You have now brought it into your brain, your RAS, your reticular activating system. It has now come into your filter and your brain will now delete and distort and generalize based on the fact that there are lots of those little white cars where before you never saw the white car because you never brought it into your consciousness. So if you are unable at this moment to bring into your consciousness that money flows like a river, that there are ways of creating much more income than you currently have, many more clients than you currently have, and it all begins inside you. The moment that you're able to start building that bridge, your brain gets to start shifting the way it deletes, distorts, and generalizes because you have begun to shift your beliefs and your beliefs are what follow I am. So what do we say after I am? This is a classic one that I work with entrepreneurs all the time. I am overwhelmed or I am a perfectionist. <sighs> Both of those things create that in our lives. We think it, we believe it, we create habits that prove it. Our brain deletes, distorts, and generalizes based on the fact that we are overwhelmed. I had a, I was teaching in like a round robin sort of networking thing one time. And she said, I'm a squirrel because my brain, I always go to the next shiny object. I'm a squirrel. I'm a squirrel. She just kept repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. And I was like, okay. And who do you get to be? Because every time you repeat that, you prove it to yourself and you create an action and a result that proves that you're a squirrel. So the more we repeat it to ourselves that way, if you're that powerful, building the bridge to the more empowering thought, the more empowering I am statement, the more empowering belief feels much more doable. You're already doing it. You're already thinking a thought, creating an emotion, creating a belief in an identity, having action or inaction based on that and creating a result. I am overwhelmed. What is your result? Overwhelm. Right. We can see it in the disempowering ways in our lives all the time. Why not see it in the empowering ways? I mean, you're literally that powerful that you're creating that. Which is insane. And I know <laughs> in our conversation when we were, you know, just really, when we were just talking about you being on the show and I had made the statement just in general conversation, I'm cynical by nature. 
And you said something about that. And I didn't even realize how often I guess that I said that and what it really meant from just that in that conversation, what came out of it was that I'm actually logical and these other things that are not negative, but the cynical part felt negative. And the next day, I couldn't even remember it was about a week before I could even remember what it was that I used to say because I don't say that anymore. Look at how quickly our identity can shift. Yes. So quickly because our belief shifted because the thought that we were thinking shifted. You literally are this powerful. So while I, while most people with a zero bank account aren't going to say I'm a millionaire and they're going to become a millionaire, they do get to say like I'm a thousandaire and they get to start acting as if they are the person who has a thousand dollars. And what would that person say and think and do? And how would they treat their money? And how would they treat themselves? And how you just start embodying, you start acting as if, or even if I'm a hundred, right? I have a hundred dollars. If I'm going from zero to a hundred, like who do I get to be to create it and to cultivate that hundred dollars to create more hundred dollars? It's in my identity. I am. And so I am capable of having more money in my bank account. I am capable of creating less stress. Like, so it's tapping into what we, what we say after I am, because those are some of the most powerful words in the universe is in and I think that that was when I realized that. And those thoughts were going on. And then when I shared that with you, you said, so who do you get to be? Mm-hmm. And I went on with my day after that, you know, the eight-year-old and just all life and all the stuff. And that evening on social media, I was answering questions. I was, you know, because sometimes I would, in the past, I would think a certain, you know, I would think the answer to it, but then I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to say that because, you know, people, and I was answering questions and people were grateful. And I was like, oh my God, this is who I get to be. Yes. That was with no thought because so much of what we do is unconscious, but because I had let that thought in, it already started with those neural pathways. Chad had talked about that. He likened it to you're walking your path. Yeah, yeah. You and you've create. got that rut and you've got yeah. that there. And then you say, you know what? I'm going to go this way. And you, it's all oh, grass and all this stuff. You know, all the tall stuff is growing. And the more you walk that path, the more it becomes mm-hmm. your path. And then if you try to revisit, if you go back and revisit the other one, it is now overgrown. It's not your path anymore. Right. It is so extremely powerful. When we tap into the identity of who we get to be, we then take a step back and look at cause and effect. And this is not the regular cause and effect probably that you're thinking of. This is an NLP premise. Am I living at cause or am I living at effect? When I live at effect, I give up my power. I give up what I am able to control. And I let circumstances and the wind and other people and everything determine how I show up. So when I live at effect, I get a list of excuses and reasons why I don't have what I want in my life, why my health isn't where I want it to be, my relationships, my finances, my business, anything when I am living at effect. And that's letting everything else have the power and control over me is completely giving my power away. When I am at cause, I am responsible for what I am creating in as much as what I can control. And the only thing, here's the spoiler alert, the only thing that we can control is who we are being, how we show up. This is it. This is all we can control. Now from that, we gain greater control 
because we show up differently. And so then we have a different energy, we have a different mindset. And so then we can create buyers from lookers, right? We can create more, we can extend that control out a little bit more because we are controlling the only thing that we truly can. And that's us. That's how we show up. That's who we are being. So for that person who is out there and saying, I can't find any clients or my business isn't growing. Mm-hmm. How does that relate to that? Because I know sometimes and you know, different conversations that I've had when we talk about cause and effect like this, and you're right, it's not what we normally think about. But because society and life and we think about it that way, it almost becomes it feels like I'm being blamed. Yeah, right? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, it's your fault you can't find anyone. Right. And then right. we start all that crap. So how okay. does cause and effect play into that? Absolutely. So when I say we're at cause, the other thing that happens when we're at cause, when we take responsibility for how we show up for the thoughts that we think when we say, okay, I am responsible for this. This is what I can can control. We get a list of results. Here's the kicker. They might not be the results we want, but we can see them and go, okay, I got these results. I can get different results. These are results I'm getting now. When we get results as opposed to reasons and excuses, excuses, we are in a completely different energy, a completely different space. If you're feeling blamed for the situation that you're in, what do you get to do to create a different situation? Why do we need to bring guilt or shame into it? If that's where you need to start, that's on you. Honestly, you get to say, here's where I am. This is the first day of the rest of my life kind of a thing. Instead of focusing on the blame. You're always winning the game that you're playing. If you're saying, oh, everyone's blaming me, you're honestly perpetuating more of that. You're that powerful. I just want to keep saying that to you. Like you are that powerful. So who would you be if you said, well, whatever, here I am. Now what? As opposed to blaming for being in the situation that you're in. Right. And because what you focus on grows stronger, right? Absolutely. What we what we recognize gets repeated. Absolutely. Like when we're when we recognize it in other people, when we recognize it in ourselves, right? When we bring it into our attention, we repeat it. And so how do we get to shift that? Who am I being? So we get to ask ourselves, if I'm creating right now, I can't find any clients. This is a fact. At this moment, I cannot find any clients. This is a, this is a fact. And if that's true, then what? Exactly, exactly. What meaning am I giving to me also not being able to find clients in this? And who am I being? If I'm giving the meaning I can't find clients, if I'm saying that means I'm never going to find clients, then guess what? You're never going to find clients. I can't find clients. So what do I get to do differently? Who am I being in this moment feeling like I can't find clients? Am I being the entrepreneur who knows he or she has everything on the inside of them? I get to unlock my magic. I get to think a greater thought. I get to show up differently. Am I being that person or am I being the entrepreneur resigned to never finding any clients? Then no strategy in the world is going to work for me until I decide that I am capable of finding clients. It's time for a new strategy. And when I say strategy, that is a thought strategy that is a... 
embodiment strategy as well, not just a this funnel, this email sequence, this course, right? The strategy, we we implement strategies all day long. You implement strategies with Liam to get him to do things or not or whatever, right? Like right. strategies, we, we have our own strategies. We implement strategies all day long and they start in emotion or thought. Sometimes it's hard to tell, chicken or the egg. Did I think a thought and it created an emotion or did I feel a way and thought about it? Like it doesn't, we don't have to know the answer. We just know we attend and we say, okay, mm, this strategy of waiting until I'm starving to death to eat doesn't really work for me because I'm hangry and I'm unfocused. And so I'm going to create a new strategy. I'm going to attend sooner. This strategy of driving my car to eat and running out of gas. This isn't working for me anymore. Because <laughs> who am I being? What am I thinking when I employ this strategy? It's the same thing all the time. Who am I being? How am I showing up? And we always seem to go when those things happen, right? The self-fulfilling. It's like, oh, I knew it. You or, did. I knew I and so it goes back to that blame. And what, as you're talking about this, I can just picture us to be able to give ourselves permission to step out of yourself and to stand over here separate from that for a second and say, okay, all right, let me think with fresh thoughts. Let me with a fresh perspective. So one of the things that I think there are many things, but something that I think that we all run into is we're too close to our own shit, right? So yeah. we don't yeah. see it. Yeah. And that's why it's so incredible to have people like you that we can work with to help us even identify that any of those thoughts, because we've got to start somewhere, right? Otherwise, yeah. it's just going to keep going on and on and on. And and at some point, we say enough, I right. am willing to do whatever it, it takes. takes. Yes. And the beauty is whatever it takes, there gets to be ease in it. So when I talked about building the bridge with your thoughts and your affirmations and taking your thoughts captive and who am I being and that I'm embodying that identity, one of the simplest ways, and I'm not saying easy because it's easy for some people and other people can find an ease in it. But one of the simplest ways to do that is to know what you want, have a well-formed outcome, and then visualize it, mentally rehearse it. This is something that I work with my clients all the time on, and it's mental rehearsal. Mental rehearsal in itself is used by Olympic athletes and uh, top musicians. And there's tons of studies. People have learned how to play the piano without ever touching one because they more than visualized it. This is mental rehearsal is like visualization on steroids. And so we have this outcome that we want, right? So I mentally rehearse everything. It's automatic for me because I love it so much. I know how much it works. And there's a couple reasons that we do it. So I mentally rehearse before I go on a podcast. Everybody, we're recording. We can see each other. No one else can see us, but right, they'll just hear our voices. Thank goodness, because I'm post, <laughs> I'm post workout because I knew nobody fabulous. was going to be able to see me. And I do this very quickly because it is a strategy that I know works and I employ it all the time. And, and when you first start, it will take you a little bit longer. I've mentally rehearsed this podcast and I rehearsed plan A and plan B and plan C. And so I'm going to encourage everyone to just start with a mental rehearsal of plan A. What do you want? Do you want to, at the end of the day, have had eight glasses of water. I'm going to keep this really simple. Okay. I want to, by the end of the day, I want to have 
consume eight glasses of water because hydrated women run the damn world. Okay. This is hydration is everything. How do I do that? I have my well-formed outcome at the end of the day, but my feet are kicked up on the couch. And I have said to myself, you are bomb and hydrated because you have had eight glasses of water. Okay. Now I see, get to see my, I have the outcome. I get to see myself throughout the day. I see myself first thing in the morning, drinking a big glass of water. I have a fun glass. I, maybe I drink out of a Mason jar, like whatever it is. And I see myself throughout the day saying, Mm, this water, it tastes so good. All the wonderful things I'm doing for my body when I drink this water. Now, when I do it, it's in super fast motion when I mentally rehearsal because I know, I know how powerful it is. When you do it, I'm encouraging you to see it, to hear it, to feel it, to taste it, to smell it, to embody the visualization on steroids, this mental rehearsal. You're doing a couple things. You are showing your brain because it doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. So you're showing it what you're going to do. And when you show up to do it, there's no, oh, I don't know. Your brain's like, oh, we did this already. We were already here. We already drank eight glasses of water today. So this is no problem. And I'm being silly with the water, but this is just to show you how simple it is to start. It doesn't have to be this, I have a million dollar business outcome. Well, that's amazing. I'm encouraging you to start small with mental rehearsal because you're always winning the game you're playing and little hinges swing big gates. And so we start small and we shift and we shift and we shift. And the next thing you know, you're mentally rehearsing, seeing that millionth dollar drop into the bank account. And so we've seen it. We've seen ourselves throughout the day, grabbing the ice cold water. We've tasted it. We know what water tastes like. We feel it. We feel how focused and clear we are because we've done it. We hear it, right? We hear the pouring of the water. I'm going to be really silly. We hear the flushing of the toilet because now we've got to go to the bathroom all the time because we're drinking so much water. Like we're taking in the whole, the whole thing. We're creating the whole thing in our head. Then we get to show up in it. We know what it feels like to succeed in it. Like this sets ourselves up for success. This rewires our brain for a successful outcome. Because we've practiced it. We've practiced showing up as our best self. We've practiced being hydrated. I practice this. And I always practice more than one way of getting there. I start and I finish and the outcome is always the same for me. And the middle changes. So I'm going to encourage you to practice your best path. And when I practice, this is when you get more advanced. I practice that we're going to have technical difficulties. And I'm still... <laughs> gonna show up as a sought after body, mind and soul fitness expert, right? Like I'm still gonna show up that way, even through technical difficulties, even through a, a hard question that you might ask me, even if we don't agree on something, I'm still gonna show up in my expert. I'm still gonna provide value no matter the detours that happen. And so that trains my brain that I'm resilient. That trains my brain that even if this, I am still at cause. I am still the creator of my reality. I love mental rehearsal. Michael Phelps used it to win a gold medal. Go look up the story and look up how he mentally rehearses. It's a game changer. And I get so excited about mental rehearsal. And then I am going to give you the secret sauce for mental rehearsal as well. So you've got a game changer with this next thing that is like the difference maker in it all. When you mentally rehearse your outcome that you want and you've embodied it, right? You've seen it, you've heard it, you've felt it, you've smelled it, you've tasted it, whatever it is. I'm going to invite you to be in your, of course, energy. There are two kinds of energy. There is wanting energy and there is having energy. And so if we're in wanting energy, we're in wishy, hopey, I want it, I hope, I wish, 
And you feel that like it's high in your chest and there's disbelief in wanty, hopey, wishy energy. Having energy, I already have it. It's belief. It's here. I have it. Of course. This is my of course energy by having energy. As you are mentally rehearsing, drinking eight glasses of water, whatever your outcome is, get rid of the hopey, wishy energy and tap into your of course energy. So how do I tap into my of course energy? Of course, I showed up five minutes early for this recording because that's who I am and that's what I do. Of course, like there wasn't even a thought about it. Of course, I'm a non-smoker. So of course, when I woke up this morning, I did not have a thought of a cigarette. That's a side thing to identity, guys, that Teresa and I talked about. So that's my of course energy. Of course, when I woke up this morning, the very first thing I did was brush my teeth because this is what I do. This is my of course energy. So tap into some of your of course energy, copy and paste that of course energy into your mental rehearsal. So not only are you mentally rehearsing the outcome that you want and seeing yourself succeed throughout the day, you're in your of course energy. You're not in your... I hope maybe, maybe you're in your like done deal acting as if don't try it, try it on because you can't try to put your glasses on, right? You either put them on or you take them off. There's no try, do it, try it on like a new pair of shoes and wear it for a couple days and do it that way. And I actually have a mental rehearsal for your guests on success, on setting themselves up for success. I love it and use that secret sauce of the, of course energy in it. Absolutely. Share with our listeners where, how they can get, we'll put it in the show notes as well, but share if somebody wants to go there right now while they're listening and get your... So it's an 11 minute guided meditation walking you through your success, showing up as your best self, embodying whatever the outcome is. Before you click it on, you have an outcome that you want. Water, sleep, the way you show up on a podcast interview, a conversation that you have with someone, whatever it is. And then I will walk you through, I will guide you through envisioning it, feeling it, hearing it, smelling it and shifting it. And how does it get to be? And you train your brain to wire yourself for success. You tap into your limitlessness when we do this. We literally create new neural pathways. Fabulous. It's on your website? It's on my website, but you, I have a special link for your listeners. It's mindyheepner.com forward slash CEO. Oh, that is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes. We'll and definitely you, put that on there. And for anyone listening, if you're trying to get there now, it's Mindy, M-I-N-D-I, mm-hmm. H-U-E-B, like boy, N-E-R. Yeah. com forward slash CEO. And you can find me on Instagram. It's my favorite place to hang out. I love Instagram. I love chatting there in the DMs, in the stories. So be sure to check that out as well. I have to say with that guided meditation, I am very, I feel very blessed because I get to experience their offerings, whether it's a their lead magnets, whether it's a meditation, it's a workbook, whatever. So of course I went and I signed up. It was such a great experience. I was rather surprised as, as I participated in that. So at, at what came up and where I saw myself and all the things, it was so incredible. And it was like a little vacation and it set such a great tone for the day. Incredible. I love to hear that because that's exactly what it's meant to do for you. Unlock your magic. Put that belief in yourself. You said at the beginning that I have this 
intensity. <laughs> and you said some people come sunshiny and all those things. My goal is always to embody intense sunshine. Like you said, I create a space where you get to believe that you have it all inside you, where you get to believe in your success, in your limitlessness, because I already do. That's the second superpower that I have. Number one, I'm ridiculously confident, which doesn't always serve me. <laughs> Ask my husband about some terrible meals <laughs> that have turned out. <laughs> but the second superpower is this need, this desire, this life's work is to hold the space to be the champion that you deserve and let you see all of your possibilities because I already see them. I already see the success. It's already there and we just get to unlock it. And we get so wrapped up because I think many of us believe so much of this. I, I know for years I have felt, I didn't always feel this way, but for years now I have felt like we have all the answers inside of us. We really do. And we get tied up in the day-to-day. -day. We get tied up in the situations. We get tied up and then the stories come and everything else and we forget. So that is, again, why I think it's so incredible to have someone like you to work with so that we can remember <laughs> that those things are there and they are possible. So do you want to share how you work with people? Sure, sure. Uh, there's a couple ways to work with me. The best thing if you're thinking about working with me is to hop on a free strategy call and unlock your magic strategy call. You will, at the end of that call, uh, will either be a hell yes or a hell no for each other because we only want to work together for an amazing fit. And we will figure out what's roadblocking you, develop a clear path for your success in that. And I'll give one of my favorite strategies that I didn't give here today, a tool for really creating more energy, more focus focus and more productivity in your life. And it's simple and easy. You can implement it immediately. So hopping on a strategy call is hands down the easiest way to see, are we a good fit for each other? And I have a couple levels of working with me. I have laser coaching, which I absolutely love. It is short laser focused sessions, 15 to 20 minutes, unlimited for a year. And that gets to be on whatever you want. So while I said I work with mostly female entrepreneurs, those laser sessions Sometimes they're planning somebody's next launch. And sometimes we're talking about this limiting belief that is keeping them from being able to do X, Y, Z. And sometimes we're talking about the fact that they've decided that they don't have time to eat because they need to work all the time. There's no like one thing that happens on those calls or one catalyst. What the end result is, is confidence and trust and magic in yourself. Like that's what happens at the end of every single call. I, I recently had someone ask me, can you, when you do laser coaching, because it is short laser sessions, when can you expect to see results? I'm like, after the first session, every single time, we don't end a session without a result. You get aligned action to take. What do you want to achieve? What do you want to avoid? We bust a belief. We see a new path. We create a new identity, learn how to step into a new identity. So there's always immediate result from Talk it. Talk about intense. It, it is <laughs> always immediate result from the laser sessions. So laser coaching, that's something that I started at the very end of last year was introduced to the model and absolutely love it. Like so powerful, love those clients and getting to hold that space for them. And then I have my 16 week intensive and this is a weekly one-on-one -on -one, 45 minutes to an hour zoom coaching. The laser calls are zoom too. zoom coaching 
where we really get to uproot the BS and the roadblocks and the self-sabotage. I use hypnosis in that coaching. I use tons of NLP techniques. One of my go-to techniques is releasing base emotions. We can get really, without even knowing it, we have these base emotions and we create all this meaning based on it. And then we carry that throughout. We weave it. We're always winning the game we're playing, right? Even subconsciously. The 16-week intensive, that is an amazing way to really make significant changes long-term when you've got a lot that needs shifting. The laser coaching, I love for after the 16 weeks. Then we do laser coaching. Then you're constantly up-leveling and staying in the identity that you want to stay in. And, you know, the saying is new level, new devil kind of a thing, right? We break through a level and, and we ascend. And then all of a sudden now there's a new limiting belief that we didn't even realize could possibly be because it was never in our consciousness. What we allow, like how, how we're willing to expand. Those are two ways to work with me. I do have like hypnosis sessions as well as NLP sessions. Hopping on a strategy call to see what the best tool for you is, is probably the best bet. I love that answer because in business, it's like that. It's like, what's the best way to do X, Y, Z? Well, it depends. Where yeah. Let's figure out where you are, mm -hmm. where you want to be, and the next best step to get in there. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, that sound means we're jumping into our random bag of questions. Let's start with one of my favorites. Would you rather... Mindy, would you rather explore space or the ocean? The ocean. I love the ocean. It literally is part of my soul. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> Pisces, Aries rising, which means I embody that spiritual, creative, nurturing side. And then the Aries rising is the driven, intense part of me. The ocean is just, I can get lost in it. It really, truly feeds my soul. Like the sound, the smell, the way it feels. I love water. That's my favorite place to be. Don't have, even have to be in it. Just, just right there. Just, just right seeing there. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. We're coming up on the middle of the year already, but I'm curious, did you choose a word of the year this year? I did. Yes, I did. I chose intention as my word this year. How's that working out? Very well, actually. And sometimes it's a good kick in the butt, right? It's like, hey, are you being intentional in this? Who are you being? It reminds me about who I'm being all the time. Having an intention before something, setting an intention and being intentional, not just going through the motions. It's been a great yardstick litmus test for me too when we get off course a little bit. Like, what is your intention in this? How can you be more intentional in this? Are you phoning it in? Absolutely. I think it's a great reminder you know, to keep in front of you. I like word of the year better than resolutions and all of that. Oh my gosh. And can we, can you have me back another time where we can talk all about the garbageness of resolutions? <laughs> oh my God. Absolutely. I've never been a fan of that. I've said I can set an intention. Yeah. I can too. set a lot of different things, but resolutions, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm all about intentions. And of course they're about identity. That's why resolutions rarely work. That's because of identity in them, you know? Right. It, it actually takes a new year, right? Mm -hmm. It takes a new year 
to it. Exactly. We'll do we'll do this again. We'll do this again. <laughs> All right. So other than obviously the bottom line is a very important in our number in our business. Other than the bottom line, what's the next best number or measurement in your business? Wow, that's a great question. I think growth, to be honest with you, which sounds silly, but I think seeing my community grow, my email list grow, it's a huge focus for me. As a matter of fact, it's like one of my top three focuses this year to grow my email list so that I can connect more with my community and really hear back from them. I'm always encouraging them to hit reply and tell me what you think kind of a thing, like hit reply and let's talk this through. And so I think I look to grow that with people who resonate with me. That's definitely a number that I focus on because it tells me if I'm being intentional as well, right? If that number is not growing, where am I not showing up? as the entrepreneur who truly wants to serve people. It's a helpful number for me there. It's not the end all be all, it's a helpful number for me. So good, and it's a measurement. It's like, okay, is this where I wanna be? Mm -hmm. And if it's not, what do I do? Exactly. That's what I, that, that's the you know that's the amazing thing about data. Any data is strictly that. All those numbers, even the bottom line, is data. And okay, here's the data. These are the facts because numbers are facts. And what do I get to do? to change these facts? What gets to happen to make these numbers grow? So good. I did a thing in my group, in my Facebook group on demystifying data, data, and it's just numbers. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just exactly it lets you know. It just is information. Mm -hmm. So I have a question from another guest. She would like for me to ask a future guest, when was the last time you gave yourself some self-care? Mm -hmm. That's an easy one for me today. I am a huge proponent of self-care. This is huge for our energy and our focus and how we show up and who we're being because the cliche that you can't pour from an empty cup, that is a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. It is a fact. I'm not surprised. You already shared with us you were coming in from your workout. Yeah, I, I was post-workout, post-meditation, post-journaling, right? Self-care is a non-negotiable for me multiple times daily. <laughs> And I love that self-care can take on so many different acts, right? It's yeah. not just one thing. Like, it's not just, oh, I'm going to go have a bubble bath. Exactly. Like, sometimes for me, self-care is a nap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. It's it. a walk outside. It's connecting with nature. It's a phone call to someone who really just feeds your soul. It's calling your best friend. Self-care is, it really has a, a large definition. We don't have to pigeonhole it to a massage, right? While a massage is amazing, it gets to be that set apart sacred time of just debriefing, of brain dumping. Like it's so many things. It's so many things for us. So many. So now it's your turn. What is a question that you would like for me to ask another guest. What would it take for you to quit saying I have to and start saying I get to? I love that. I coach on energy as well. The energy in our words, the energy in our thoughts, energy in the food we eat. Like everything either gives us energy or it takes it away. There's always an exchange going on. And when we say I have to, I have to go on social media for my business. Wow. Talk about an energy drain. <laughs> but when we say I get to show up on social media and be the expert, right? Huge difference when we just shift from I have to to I get to. And I know everybody can't 
see me, but I am drinking out of a coffee cup that says, I get to. Uh, don't mind me. I'm just unlocking my magic. <laughs> oh, love that. Okay, so what do you want to be known for? I have so many things that just flooded through my head. I want to be known as the person who helps other people become all they are meant to be. I love that so much. Mindy, it has been such a pleasure to have you today. And absolutely, we'll have you back. We can talk about resolutions. We can talk about <laughs> the importance of words. It's so many things. So many so things. Thank you. Thank you. I love that you're here, that you've shared everything that you have. And I look forward to working with you myself. Thank you. I do as well. It has been an absolute pleasure being on here with you today. And I just know that everyone that listens is going to get exactly what they need. And there's going to be a minor shift that creates a massive change for them. Intense. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my of course energy. Of course. Of course. They, of course they will. And to me, that's the intensity is like the good shit, right? That's the stuff that's just like, yes, we can do this. Yes. So I am all in on that for everyone listening as well. Until next time. Until next time. Let's all go out and make a difference. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Becoming a Profitable CEO. I'll be back next week. But in the meantime, let's continue the conversation. Head on over to our Facebook group at thepurposefulceo.com forward slash Facebook and share your take on today's episode. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.